This is the Ebony Empress Show on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to everyone in the virtual world. This show is for those who want to learn more about dating and relationships. Hang out with the Ebony Empress Show page on Facebook or on Twitter at Ms. Ebony Empress and on her website, www.ebonyempresstv.com. Hold on to your seats and enjoy the ride. Here is your host for tonight, Ms. Ebony Empress. Hi everyone, welcome to Ebony Empress, <laughs> Ebony Empress shows, and tonight uh, we are talking about honesty. I just want to um, welcome everybody who's on my line. I know I've got some people already listening. I know we're a little bit late in, and I really do apologize. Um, had some issues uh, actually going live. I've managed to sort them out. I can't believe the problems I have with blog talk, but there we go. Um, but anyway, for anybody who's on my line already there, let me just say hi. I'm going to try and bring a couple of people in. Um, I know I should have the lovely Courtney Ann with me. Courtney, are you there? Uh, not sure I can hear Courtney. But I am live, so I'm going to uh, try and find out where she is. I've got a few people who are on um, and who are waiting and or have been waiting for us to go live. So let me just try and find out where everybody is. Um, okay, who else have I got? I think I also have DLW. This Hi, is Courtney. guys. Hi, Courtney. Oh, Hello. Lord, I'm like, where is she? Where is she? Where is she? I've got to find yes. her. How are you doing? Good, good. <laughs> and I'm, I'm probably my phone might die, but I have another 559 number I'm going to call back on to just to say that real quick in case it dies. Okay, but I'm, all right. I'm amazing out here in Southern California. It's really nice today, too. Yeah, lucky for you. This is night now here. Um, it's, what, oh, God, 10.20 at night. And uh, as I was trying to come in, my phone went all funny. Um, I tried to come in on Skype. My Skype was cutting out, and i just been rebooting, 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 and uh, finally I managed to get myself in and uh, get the show going. So apologies for being a little bit late in. It's been one of those days. Um, but, hey, uh, we're going to talk about honesty, so <laughs> being the best policy. Uh, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Things happen, but, hey. Um, right. So, we we started the show this this whole conversation on Tuesday. So for anybody who's listening who was in on Tuesday, um, you know we are uh, live uh, talking about a second part to this conversation. I know you went with me on Tuesday, Courtney, but um, mm-hmm. uh, just to say originally um, I started the conversation and really I was talking with it's my house. Um, you know, about all the issues around uh, what we, well, we just touched on the issues from our perspective. I spoke about how it was for me um, and what I was thinking about when I was talking about honesty. And I know that um, It's My House really gave his point of view. So I wanted to revisit it and get more points of view, (laughs) really. So I invited Kente, and I don't know if Kente's out there, but um, I have somebody else's life. And I also invited DLW. And, uh, yeah, and I know that I also have Hilton there. So I'm, let me try and see if I can bring Hilton in. Um, Hilton, are you there? I am here. 
Hi, Hilton. How you doing? Um, I am most well. I trust I, that you're equally well, if not better. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm all the better now. I've stopped sweating about getting into this show, which has uh, been kind of giving me some problems getting started. But we're live now, so you've come at a good time. Um, the only person that seems to be missing is Kente. I was looking for Kente, but I can't find him. I have and DLW also. I don't know if DLW is there. He might be reaching himself. But, um, absolutely. Good morning. Good afternoon, man. Good evening, Albany. How are you? Hey, Courtney. How's it going? Good. Good. Okay, you're kind of coming. You're coming through muffled. I'm not sure. Hold on a second. Hold on. Um. You coming through? I think I have you twice on my switchboard. Right, hold on. Okay, so, we're so, testing one, two, three. Is that Can you better? Ah, uh, okay. Are How's you on that? three one one one? Yeah. Are you on three yeah, one one one? Yes. Yeah. That's me. Okay. You were showing up twice on the switchboard, and I so I've just muted one. I don't know if you called in. <laughs> it, like it's like you've called wow. in on two numbers. I don't know how that happens, but uh, there you go. Now I've, I've got Kente somewhere. And he hasn't yet shown up. I, I'm going to just message him. I think he was waiting. He did message me to say, where were you? But um, hopefully he'll appear again um, and I can bring him in. Um, so I've got Hilton on the line. Hilton, how are, you, how are you doing? I am doing great. Okay. Um, okay, good. Um, and you know the topic you were talking about, Hilton, right? Are you clear about what we're talking about tonight? Yeah, you did tell me we were talking about, um, what was it, transparency, honesty? (laughs) It's honestly the best policy, and I have my new co-host, Courtney, and with me. So, Courtney, do you want to say hi to Hilton, because Hilton's not yet familiar with you, but he's a long-term friend of this show. Okay, well, hello, hello, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Uh, Courtney, I, I actually the name sounds masculine, but it has um, is probably one of those names <laughs> that you can use for both for, um, <laughs> genders. Oh yeah, you know it is. There is um, it is a, a a boy and a girl's name, but um, mm-hmm. yes, I do. I hear that. Actually, I, I I know more black men Courtney's than I do anything actually. Mm. But hey, I'm one of a kind. I'm pretty cool. <laughs> Glad. Oh. I'm very happy to meet you, and I I hope that this is going to be a long and fruitful association. Yes, yes, it will be. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty confident. <laughs> oh, and, isn't that lovely? I'm gonna, I'm, right now, I'm going to call you from another... Oh, wait. Never mind. I'll take it back. All right. Okay, come back on. Um, Kay, I, I believe that Kente, uh, he says he's on... Two one six. All right. So hold on. Let me try. Let me try and find. Hi, Kenty. Are you there? All right. Hold on. Let me try again. Uh, just hang in there, guys. Kente, are you there? Hello. Uh, okay. Not hearing him there. Let's try again. Hi, Kente. Are you there? All right, so uh, I'm getting silence from Kente. Can I hear everybody else? Are you guys all there at the moment? I'm here. 
They tell Kente to hit number one. Is that'll help too? Yeah, I think I he's sometimes. hit number one, but he, he's showing. I I see the number he's talking about, but I'm not getting any sound from it, so I'm not sure what's going on. And I I know Block Talk's been tripping lately. Like it's been, I, I know right. I did my show and it, it was breeze, and then I click on to talk to somebody and they weren't even there still. It was crazy. Oh, well, it is crazy. So, Kente, can I ask you to hang up and ring in again? Um, just do that again for me, because although I can see you there, there's no sound coming out of your mic when I when I uh, actually try to put you on. So, um, And I see you twice on my switchboard, which is absolutely mad. I don't know why you're there twice. So I'm going to ask you to just hang up for me if you can hear me. Um, uh, I'm going to... Yeah, and pull me back in. I don't know how that works. So you get two. Hold on. Let me try something. Okay, I'm going to try this. Let's see. Hi, Kente. Are you there? No, that just no, might definitely. be me, Ebony, at the uh, 509 number. That's uh, DLW. Yeah, but he's he's on uh, 3111 at the end. But no, that's, that's, what he that's says. me. No, that's me. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> that is so I. Got two, I've got it showing up twice as exactly the same number. So I've deleted one. I've I've hung up one. So, um, yeah, Kinter's, I I'm going to tell him. Oh, okay, that's you. Sorry, DLW, that is you. Right. So no Kinter, problem. I'm looking for. He's not in yet. All right, no problem. Okay, let's get started. If he does come in, uh, then he knows to press one. Um, and and we can get going if he is there. Okay, so just to remind you of what we talked about on Tuesday, we were talking about relationships, honesty in relationships, and, uh, you know, and do people really want the truth, you know? Um, when you, when people, someone says to you, you know, be honest with me, tell me about what's going on, you know, if it's something that's a difficult conversation, Sometimes people just don't want to hear it, but they say, or they say they want to hear it, and when the time comes, they're maybe not so sure when they deliver the honest package. But I guess if you have a code, which is what uh, It's My House we were both talking about, when you have a code of honesty and you agree that you'll put everything on the table, it can be a good place to start from because at least you have that agreement that, you know, whatever, whatever, um, is going on, you'll tell each other. But sometimes truth hurts, the truth hurts, yeah? Um, and some people say that actually is a way of, you know, destroying a relationship, you know? Um, actually telling people what's going on can be a hard thing, depending on what it is. And you might actually want to protect the person, according to um, some of the sources out there, you might want to protect your partner from hearing some of your stuff, which which isn't about them, but about something that you've done that may be wrong. Is it fair, really, on the other person to have to do with, uh, you know, stuff that sometimes is just a way of you easing your conscience, okay? Um, so I don't know what you guys think, but I'd love to hear more than my point of view, and, it, and it's my house, and for us to maybe go a little bit deeper tonight and see what is going on. Um, in that area, and, and just what everybody else thinks. I, I really would love to hear what, what everybody else thinks, um, as opposed to just the view that we came up with. Um, 
what do you uh, should I start with Hilton? Um, what do you think, Hilton? Oh, my my baseline, foundational thing is that most, if not all, relationship is based on trust and honesty is a significant part of that trust. And there may be instances, very rare instances, I must say, um, that perhaps you may not want to tell someone um, the truth. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, I can't really think of one at this point in time, but it is always wise to be transparent. In fact, those of us in my area, I'm a relationship coach, we, we, we are aware <clears throat> that one of the foundational um, needs of both gender, but more women than men, is to know the truth, to know where they stand, to know what is happening so that they could adjust themselves um, properly in the relationship. I could go on to explain why that is so. I don't know if that's just my opening call. I should defer and wait for other people to give their two cents. Yes, or... wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's your start. And then let, let's everybody get in a bit, and then we go to a bit more of a, a broader or deeper understanding of what it is that you want to share. But... um. So thank you for that, Hilton. Uh, Just let me hear from Courtney. Courtney, um, uh, welcome as well in more than one way because I know that we've had you on before and I used to have Lady T who was doing my co-hosting. Lady T's not been able to come back on. And I'm so grateful for you actually sharing your time with me and and being a part of this experience. So welcome. Um, Thank you. Do you want to... Yeah, do you, do you want to give us a little bit um, about how you feel about the question of honesty? Um, you know me. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, it depends on the person. I mean, I feel like it, it depends on, first off, how much do you know yourself at home? I'm going to put you up. make sure you can hear me if it's right now good, can't you? Okay. Can, can you hear me right now? Oh, yes, I Hello? can hear you. Yeah, I don't think, I think, well, I think it's based, based on that person because, I mean, like, we all are conditioned to think that we want the truth, which, yeah, it would be nice, but at the same time, like you said, the truth hurts. That's mostly the, that's mostly the case all the time, and we have it in our minds that, well, this is the truth, it should be a, a good thing, but that's not the case. A lot of times, you know, the truth is just that. It's something that's going to hurt your feelings, so it's all about, like, can you handle that? Do you really, you know, and can you handle that in the sense of, like, is it going to ruin the relationship you have with somebody? If you're not a forgiving person and if you're not, you know, an understanding person, then really it's beneficial and it's better for anybody to lie to you to keep you happy because you can't take it. So I think that, you know, honesty is a good thing, but, I mean, I I don't really think it's for everybody because not everybody can handle it. And I don't also, I also don't believe in trust, though. I don't think we're supposed to, I don't think we're supposed to, you know, put our trust into people. I think that's just setting ourselves up um, for an expectation that's going to be disappointing, you know? Okay. Okay. Um, DLW, what do you think? Wow. Wow. <laughs> First of all, I want to <laughs> congratulate Courtney. 
<laughs> for being your new co-host, and uh, she does a great Thank job you. with Real and Raw Radio over on the J. King Radio Network. So congratulations, Courtney. Um, now, as far as honesty is concerned, <laughs> well, honesty is always the best <laughs> policy. Um, if you are honest and upfront with a person, um, then, you know, your lies cannot come back to bite you in the end. And as Jack Nicholas would say, uh, you can't handle the truth. And some people who aren't as strong mentally uh, as they may need to be in a relationship may not be able to handle that truth. However, it totally depends on the person that you're dealing with. If you know you're dealing with a strong-minded person who um, who's a problem solver, uh, who is basically a person that can um, handle any situation, if you know that you're dealing with that type of person, then uh, that the, the honesty thing is always easy because you can be upfront with them. You can be totally... Uh, transparent with them, letting them know whatever whatever situation is or whatever uh, has occurred, you can be just completely upfront with them. Um, in some cases, some people tend to hold back some of the things uh, that they want to tell people uh, for fear of hurting their feelings or what have you. Now, if you know that you're dealing with a person that is uh, easily disappointed, easily upset, or um, uh, very emotional, then um, not telling them everything may be in their best interest as far as what you're saying or what you're doing. But you also, in, 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 that ter in, in those cases, you just have to, I, I think the person that, is is relaying that information um, should give that information on a need to know basis, as opposed to just pouring out everything. But uh, for me personally, I would prefer not to deal with someone who's that fragile that I can't tell the truth. Because if I can't tell them the truth, or I can't be completely honest with them then that puts me in a situation where I'm not being authentic and I'm not being completely who I am. So uh, when it comes to dealing with honesty, I think it's better that you evaluate the type of person that you're relaying that honesty to and determine whether or not that's the type of person that you want to deal with on a regular basis. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, that's a difficult one uh, for some people, but I, I definitely hear what you're saying. Um, let me just bring Courtney back. Thank you. Courtney, uh, back. Uh, Courtney, are you there? Courtney, are you there? Okay. okay. I'm hearing I'm myself hearing double. Myself I'm not double. sure why. Okay. So I'm going to mute that number and... Just say to Courtney, I think you're coming in on two numbers. <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but um, you have dropped and you're back on the 389 number. I can actually see you there. Um, all right, hold on. Uh, okay, maybe I was unmuting the wrong one. 
Must try again. Aha. Uh-huh. Now I have her. Right, let's. Okay. There we go. Are you there, Courtney? Yes, I'm here. Oh, lovely. Okay. Right. So I think I've got everybody unmuted who should be unmuted. Um, I've got a couple of people who want to join the call. But um, let, let's go a little bit deeper first. So, Hilton, I know that originally you just <coughs> commented. Did you want to say a little bit more? But when you say a little bit more, I want you to think about what's been said. And you kind of all almost in agreement. But I, I wanted us to, to think about, you know, the kind of news, the kind of bad news that people might be afraid to hear or might not want to hear or might be really hard to give. Um, is it still the same thing? You know, are you still saying it's the best policy when you know that it's going to create drama, it might cause pain, you know, will it will it depend on the person that you're giving the, the news to and is it always about that person's best interest when you, when you know you're going to cause some hurt? How, how do you feel about that aspect? Okay, a couple of things. Let me just say that um, all relationships, now, all relationships um, are based on a foundation of trust. And trust okay. and love, they, um, they are not concrete things. You know, if I tell you that I love you, you can't see, feel, and touch. You can't put that love in a test tube to get the evidence of it. We, um, we, we recognize that you love us because, A, you say it and you actually accompany it with a certain amount of actions or certain types of actions. And, um, and we build up a profile of you in our heads. In other words, we are actually, believe it or not, in love with the concept of the person that we have in our heads. And I, I don't know how best to explain this. But it is just the concept of the person, for, and, and everything that the person does and says to us um, add or distract or take away to this the composite of the image that we we are relating to. And obviously, if the person is authentic, we more and more depend on the person and. Uh, build our trust on the person until eventually we decide to concretize the relationship, whether through marriage or commit any kind of commitment with this person. If the person withholds information that is vital to our relationship um, with that person, even though it might hurt you, what transpires is that when you get the information, you may hit the roof, you may be in denial, you may go crazy. However, it helps us to adjust the image of, of, of that person. It, that is why it is vitally important, and we recommend to people, that they come up with the information and not that the, your spouse or partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband or wife, find it out from some other source. That is far more damaging. And things have a way of leaking out, <laughs> showing up, or as um, somebody said this, it, com- it comes back to bite you. Um, <clears throat> it, is, it is far more damaging because you now recognize that you're dealing with someone who <clears throat> you actually cannot trust. You, the, what you have in your mind of who this individual is is not who, is not who he 
he or she actually is. You're sleeping with someone. That's why people, um, when cheating occurs, they, 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 they just don't know who they're dealing with. They, they have been, you know, sleeping with someone, trusting their lives with, to, to this person, and yet that person is, has, has what we call a second personality. It's, it's, they, they are someone different when they are not with you. So that is why we are saying that in all relationships, 99.9% of all the relationships, it is very vital that you tell the truth, even when it is something that may hurt the person and may damage or destroy the relationship. I want to suggest that even though you would go through a very rocky patch and, you know, the mess hits the fan, your relationship could be stronger or has the potential of becoming stronger when you do so. Any questions? I, I have a question. Ooh, wow. This is Courtney. Um, then my yeah. question is because I, I go back, or I, I go back and forth on this subject a lot in my own personal feelings. Um, but it's but taking what you said, and, and yes, I I do first off believe that you know um, honesty is, is very important. But I don't feel like honesty and trust are necessarily the same thing. Because I, I just don't see, I mean, to me, I just, and all the, you know, drama I've been through within my own relationship, you know, I feel like you really can't trust anybody. Like, I feel like, what, I mean, if that's the case, you have to say, ask yourself, well, what exactly is trust? Are, are you saying I trust you with my life? I trust you to be faithful? I trust you to have my back? I trust you to give me hugs when I have that day? You know, there's so many different things that... I mean, like, maybe if you draw a line with it, within each other and say, okay, this is what trust is and this is what I expect from you, but then we get into expectations, and, and, I'm, and me, I'm just like, that's setting yourself up for failure. So when we're talking about honesty, like, yes, I believe that certain things, well, not even say I believe, I really question, okay, is is it important for me to be honest that in... 98, I was a drug dealer. This is just hypothetical, guys. But in 98, I was a drug dealer, and I went to jail for 10 years. Now, maybe that part of my life I'm very ashamed of, and I just want to I did my time. So maybe I don't want to tell you. Does that make me not an honest person because I kept that from you, or do you think that it's something that, you know, people need to know? Or maybe I cheated on you. Maybe I said that on, on the relationship, and I had sex with another man. So me being honest, like, the reason why I think people aren't honest because they don't want to be accountable for their own actions. But mm-hmm. you still is kind of a selfishness because it's like you want to be honest so you can not feel guilty, but yet you're damaging and you could potentially ruin your other person, your other significant other, just because of your own personal self-gratification problems. So, yeah, we should be honest, but, like, why? I mean, some things I just think you really should hopefully you can keep Secret, and you should learn your lesson within yourself. I'd like to speak to that, if I may. Yeah, first of go all, ahead, First of all, you know, honesty is there's certain levels of honesty that I feel need to be earned. Now, if I've only known you for a short amount of time, I'm not going to uh, divulge a lot of information about my 
deep, dark secrets that's hidden away in my closet. However, if I see that we are uh, starting to to deal with a, a, a stronger relationship and we're starting to go further, we're starting to um, become uh, more of an item, then, yeah, I think at that point in time, certain things need to be need to be talked about so people uh or that other person in your in the relationship can understand what type of person that you are and i feel if you are if you have true love with someone if you're starting to feel those those type of emotions to where you you want to be with a person for you know hey the rest of your life or you know for all as long as God's willing, then you need to be honest with that person about your background, about, you know, your thoughts, about your emotions and, and things like that. But in the beginning, most people, they put up a wall. They put up a brick wall, surround them. I mean, they, they, they enclose themselves within it, and it's very, it, it's a gradual a gradual process to break down those barriers, to break down that wall, to allow someone in. Now, you don't give everyone that freedom. That You don't give everyone that pass to know all your most intimate thoughts and your most intimate details of your life. But when you start talking about a significant other that you're looking to spend, uh, you're looking to be with long term, then honesty becomes then you you're starting to take it to a different level to where you can be more open about things about yourself about things about your past so forth and so on so you know i i just believe there's a le- there's certain levels of honesty that we have to build up to as opposed to uh just being upfront with everything you know, right away. You know, some people some people have to earn that level of of honesty that you're willing to to give to them. Okay. No, I was just going to say that um, Hilton, your mic has a little bit of noise coming from it, and I actually muted you on account of that. So I'm not sure if you can refresh um, and call in again that we don't get that background noise. There's a bit of background noise coming. I wasn't sure who, where it was coming from, but it appears to be coming from Hilton's mic. So I'm just making sure that we got nice and clear. Um, but everybody else seems to be okay. So Hilton, it may be just for you to refresh your phone and and call again, and we should be fine. Um, I know, I know. He'll, yeah, he's he's got that message. So brilliant, he's going to call back again. Um, I like the point you were making, DLW. I think that's interesting. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> what did you think, uh, Courtney? It was about your um, what you said originally. I I I, I understand and can totally see where DL um, is coming from. However, yeah, I, it I do make it does make me you know question and think like, okay, let's just say that. Let's say that I'm a woman and in my past I've slept with over a hundred men. And let's say I've changed my life. I'm not mm-hmm. And 
again, I've gotten tested, but how many diseases I needed to tell you about, because that would be the reason why. And not even that, and even then, I wouldn't need to tell you how many. I just tell you I'm burning. But um, <laughs> so I'm clean, and I've slept with 100 men. So you, you know, it comes to the point to where somehow we get on, you know, well, we've been with a lot of people, and we had a lot of boyfriends. You know, that information can change your opinion on someone, and it shouldn't. You know, where, especially depending on what kind of person you are, you know. And, if, and you know, and, and what if I was, like, from ages 15 years old, no, let's just say 14, 14 years old to age 21 was, like, my hoish days, right? I said, but with over 100 men. So I'm supposed to tell you that, and now I have changed how you look at me, and I can't ever get that back. I don't care what anybody says. Like, once you learn something about a person or a thing or even knowledge in general, you can never, ever, ever take that back. You can never unthink that. So why even chance ruining something amazing, something so beautiful, just because of honesty? Like, I don't believe that honesty is telling your, all your darkest secrets and everything that you know and everything that you've done and everything that you might even continue to do. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like, when I go to heaven, I'm not going to have DL and everything there and my mom and everything. So she was cool. Yeah, she might have done some crazy stuff, but she was a good person. Or, you know, no one's going to be there vouching for me. So why do people, why do humans feel that they even have the right to have to know everything? I mean, if we're talking about if you really love somebody, like well, what we're saying, like who you want to be with forever, then really and truly all the past, I would think wouldn't shouldn't even matter. You know, and then, you know, of course, being honest in the future, that's, to me, everybody has to, doesn't have the same definition of honesty anyways, you know, so. Can I speak to that? Yeah, sure. Go, Hilton. Okay. A couple of things. For for one, um, I understand that. I understand that, um, you know, people may not want to divulge their history or all of their history or the great details of their history simply because it may reflect or change somebody else's concept of them and they don't want to lose um, a wonderful relationship. But let me just say this. You, you know, your history is, makes you who you are, whether it's good or bad, and all of us have some kind of checkered history. And whoever is relating to you need to know who you are because in my in relating to people in in relationships i say the person who you are now was has been actually dictated by all the things in your past and you know i need to know your family history i need to know your relationship history i need to know um all of these things for me to make up my mind about you. I may decide not to pursue the relationship and that all of us have um, that kind of freedom of choice. However, I may decide to continue to love you in spite and despite your past. But I need to be informed about that because those, that past is very significant. A person is who he is by, based on the way he's brought up the things that he has done. Let me give you an analogy that probably um, helps um, in, in, what I'm, in explaining. If you want to get into the final, financial industry and you apply for a job, the job application and the process that you're taken through 
will ask you for every bit of your history, your financial history. They would actually go back in your past and they would, they would they want to know everything that you've done, when you've done it, why you've done it. <laughs> almost, in fact, almost all job applications, um, the process of applying for a job now wants to know <laughs> like, most of your history. It's, it's ridiculous. When you're um, allowing someone to access you, to come into the innermost reset, um, part of your mind, soul, when you're giving someone that level of access, you really need to know who they are. Imagine, imagine this. Imagine that you, you get involved with this person who has had you know, maybe a, a, a spate of whoredom, <laughs> and they never told you about that. And you believe that you have this wonderful, upright angel, and you walk down the road with this person. And then, to your dismay, someone, maybe one or several, or somebody from the past who, was, um, who knew the person, who knew the history of the person, lets you in on the secret that the person is holding. How would that make you feel? Um, you would be shattered. You may, you may continue, but by virtue of the fact that the person withhold or withheld that information from you would create a serious doubt in your mind as to the honesty and integrity and transparency of that person. It is best that it comes from you. Oh, okay. And, and if I may add to that. Hmm. Yeah, go on. Go on, the old puppy. Yeah, and if I may add to that, there's certain questions or certain things that I don't necessarily want to know. Um, mm-hmm. However, I will find those things out. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, Courtney, you use uh, hypothetically, uh, you, you said the comment of, uh, hey, I've I've been with a hundred, you know, a hundred or so partners. That's not a that's not a question that I'm going to ask, you know, up front. Uh, you know, finding out more information about you, uh, knowing in in the age bracket that I'm in, you know, I'll be 48 years old next month. But um, for a woman that's in my same age bracket knowing that she was, uh, say I'm talking to someone and, and or I'm dating someone and I know she's around the same age I am, I know that she was married for 20 years, well, it really doesn't matter to me how many partners she had because I know she was in a marriage, hopefully a committed marriage, for 20 years. So what that tells me is that, well, this particular woman knows how to love because she was in a 20-year marriage. Whether or not she was treated fairly or unfairly or what have you, she knows how to conduct herself within a relationship for the most part because most people aren't going to stay in a bad situation that long, too long, you know, before they decide to get out of it. And then you can determine, you know, just through your general conversations, um, you'll be able to figure out many things that you don't necessarily need to know. Uh, you don't necessarily have to ask them directly. 
you know, as that particular question. Or I'll give you another example. For instance, uh, say you're you're dating someone, and they every time you go somewhere, uh, they run into someone they know, and they don't usually say anything or too much about it. But then one particular, you know, one particular evening, uh, you decide to ask that person about that. You know, it seems like everywhere we go, you run into someone you know. Um, now, if you're not taking into consideration that they meet a lot of people on their job or that they're very sociable or something like that, now that is opening up, you know, Pandora's box, so to speak, because now you're asking, you know, well, how do you know all these people and all these people of the opposite sex, you know, if that's the case. And then you should be, and again, this is where you have to be able to handle the truth. Depending on what the reason is that they know all these people, you should be able to handle that, you know, in a, in a mature way, as opposed to allowing that bit of information to completely deter you from dealing with that particular person. Um, I, I I will use another uh, hypothetical. Uh, you you have situations where. Uh, most of the times when you're dating someone, you, you're becoming their friend first. You're getting to know them. There's a process that goes on. So you're learning different uh, different personality traits. You're learning uh, their mannerisms. You're learning a lot of different things about them. And usually during that time, you're going to determine whether or not this is someone that you want to deal with long-term or not, or if it's short-term. And if you feel that they're, this, this particular person is a long-term potential, then there's not going to be a whole lot that comes out of that closet that you're going to really hold them accountable for or it's going to completely change your opinion of them. It all depends on that particular person's maturity level and where they are in that relationship as far as being committed to them, in my opinion. Okay. All right. Um, that's interesting. I just I just want to invite my listeners who are hanging on. I know I've got quite a few people on the switchboard tonight. Thank you guys for logging on and joining the show. Uh, great to have you. I'd love to hear if you have an opinion about what you've heard so far. I I know we're kind of almost playing it safe. I do have some questions myself. <laughs> Um, which I, I'll, I'll come to in a, in a bit, but I'd love to hear from the listeners. The numbers to the number to call in is three four seven nine four five seven five five six. We'd love to hear from you. So if you press one on your switchboard, if you're on my switchboard and you have a question or a comment, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, just to say we've got 28 minutes of the show. That's 28 live minutes left of the show. Um, we were a little bit late starting, but 28 minutes is a lot of time if you want to get your view in. We'd love to hear what you think. Um, you know, come on and let us know. And uh, let's see if it is if we share that view or whether, um, you know, it, it it is something that we need to learn from. I'd love to hear what people think. Well, I have somebody who looks like they want to come in. Are we ready for a call, guys? Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, so I have. Yeah, Eric sure. two one four on. Let me try and bring him in. Hold on. Hey, welcome to the show. 
Welcome to that island. <laughs> how you doing? How you doing, Ebony? I'm good. How are you, Reggie? I knew that was you. How are you? Uh, I'm doing fine. How how's my favorite chocolate import doing? Oh Lord, this chocolate uh, person is doing very good. Thank you. Okay. You're the only okay. person who calls me chocolate, but I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because this is really nice chocolate right over here in the UK. Um, but we, we're talking tonight, Reggie, about honesty, and um, we're talking about is honesty the best policy for all dating singles or couples? And I just wondered, what do you think, you know, as you've called in, what, well, what do you think, what's your point of view? I think I think honesty is something that's a lost concept in relationships now. Uh, people don't know how to be honest anymore. And then sometimes honesty gets you in more trouble than it does when you uh, don't tell uh, don't tell everything and don't come clean, which is which is bad. I I feel that if I'm getting in a relationship, I'm supposed to try to get to know someone. I want people to know the good things and the bad things about me, so then that way they can have a clear uh, concept of who and what I am and whether or not I'm worth going any further in the relationship with. Because uh, I don't like surprises. Yeah, I'm so, going to give you a high five. Uh, that's, that, that's, that's something that's always been uh, a constant pall uh, hanging over my uh, personal life. Uh, finding people who lacks candor. Are you there? Hello? Yeah. Uh, Ebony, are you there? Are you there? Um, she probably got uh, kicked off, but I'll go ahead and take over for when she gets back. Like, let me ask you guys this then to go off of what he just said. I mean, I can understand, you know, we all don't like surprises, but, well, first, let me say this. I do think that there's a difference between your past and then things that you've done while in your relationship with that person that you probably shouldn't have done. Now, me, yeah, I think that you should come clean and be honest when you mess up in your relationship. Even And if you have a partner that can't handle that, well, you shouldn't mess up. But if it's things that you've done and you're even with this person, whether you share it or not to me is, you know, on you. It's on me. If I want to share this information about my past with you and entrust that information with you, then that is my choice and my choice alone. However, if I don't, I don't think that it makes me dishonest. I don't think that it makes me deceitful or any of that because at the end of the day, yeah, we want to know. We're all just a no. Oh, sorry, guys, that's me. We're all we're just a nosy species, you know what I'm saying? We, half the time we just want to know just to know. You know, what I'm saying? You, you know Courtney, I, I agree with part of that because uh, I, I think most information is on a need-to-know basis. I mean, there's no need to know certain things about a person's past if you're dealing with, I, I mean, if there's consistencies that you're dealing with on a regular basis, then that person is pretty much through their actions telling you who they are. Now, if they're promiscuous, if they're flirtatious, and you constantly see them with someone else, or you know, there's there's a lot of different, uh, you know, um, unexplained unexplained absences or things like that, 
and it's on a regular basis, then uh, you ask that question, well, hey, you know, are you seeing other people? Are you doing this? Then I can understand you, you wanting to know what that situation is so you can make a uh, a decision on which way to go. But right. if, if, if I tell you, you know, hey, back in the day, you know, I was flirtatious, I was this, I was that, but I'm readily available to you and I'm always there for you and, you know, there's no, uh, you know, there's no disappearing acts and things of that nature, then, you know, judge me through my consistencies with you, not through the uh, the things that has happened in the past in, in past relationships. And I think what some people have a, a problem with in today's society, you know, and this is just going through, uh, you know, what I hear people talk about, because we do a lot of different relationship shows on my shows as well. And just judging from what people are, are talking about and, and what they're um you know, their perception of things, I honestly feel that honesty is is not necessarily a lost cause for people who are looking for um, real love. Um, I believe that if you're just out to have fun, you're just out to kick it, you're not looking for a serious, committed relationship, then, you know, that's when people get into the game playing. But when you're serious about a relationship and you let a person know that you're dating, that you are serious, looking for, you know, a, a long-term relationship, I think that's when honesty really starts to come to the forefront and people are being as about as honest as they most possibly can. Right. And let me throw this out there. I believe we have Ebony back, too. Um, let me throw this out there then just to add on to what you – or not even add on to just – kind of play devil's advocate. Okay, let's say we're talking about a real relationship and we're, we're in this for the long run. And this is why I think that, you know, honesty is just just so overrated because people really have no idea and can't handle it. The point of honesty is what, to be honest. It's not supposed to me be honest and then you judge me on my what I just told you on my honesty and then now you judge our whole life together just based on my honesty. You feel me? Honesty is supposed to be, it's supposed to be, let's say I have a husband or a man or whatever, y'all believe, and he cheats on me. Okay, well, he's honest about it. He comes to me and cheats on me. Well, now, okay, let's get honest. Now, is this, a, is this just it happened or is this reoccurring? Do you have a sex addiction? Let's say he has a problem with being faithful. Sorry, guys, if you hear that. Okay, so he has a problem with being faithful. Now, most people, probably a high percentage of people, what are they going to do? Oh, I'm going to leave because you're not shit, excuse my language, because you cheated on me, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe, matter of fact, let's do this. Maybe his problem is being honest, right? So we leave him. I leave him. You guys leave him. You're a significant other. When in actuality, a real relationship is you helping that person to be a better person. You're supposed to get help for that person. If it's a sex addiction, get them, find out why, talk about it, send them to a, a therapist, whatever you have to do, you know what I'm saying, to try and help them be better. Now, if you cannot help them be better, you know, you can't put torment yourself and put yourself through all that hell for ever, ever. But, you know, like, we're supposed to, you know what I'm saying, want to help. And that, and just we're not, to me at least, I know I'm, I'm, in, Amer- I'm in America, like, I'm in California at that. This mentality is crazy, retarded here, you know, but, like, people don't think like that. 
people take honesty as, okay, well, if what you tell me, if I don't like it and if it affects me and if it hurts me, uh, I'm out of here. Well, that why, I, that's why we're not honest because we know that. I know that if I tell you the truth, you're going to leave me. So I'm not going to tell you. And, you know, can we be mad? Like, it's a little selfish, but at the same time, like, some people, a lot of times people don't Well, that falls under the need-to-know you know, need basis. And, and again, you know, if, if – and I'm going to use the example that you use, Courtney. If, say, hypothetically, say you and I are in a relationship and I cheat on you and I come to you and say, look, honey, I had a, a moment of weakness, you know, this fine little honey rolled up on me and blah, 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 whatever, whatever the situation, and, you know, hey, I slipped. You know, I slipped and, and you know, I apologize. Let's work this out. Now, that's not necessarily going to be something that you're necessarily going to use against me. But if you, if if we're actually in love, if if we are in love, then there's something that is is missing from the relationship that allowed me to be tempted, and that is the issue that needs to be addressed. And if that issue isn't addressed, it becomes like the elephant in the room. You know, because sometimes in many relationships, when there are issues that pop up, you know, people, they they tend to not necessarily solve the problem, but they tend to take it elsewhere. They they If there's something missing from that relationship, many times they'll, they'll seek the opportunity to fix it elsewhere or to receive that elsewhere. Like, if... I'm not receiving enough affection from you. And instead of, you know, coming to you and saying, look, Courtney, we need to do this. We need to do this. I I feel as if I'm not receiving what I need uh, from you. We need to work on this. Instead of doing that, I go outside the relationship to seek other emotional attention or emotional affection. And see, that's where people stray away from that particular relationship and now here's a level of not being honest about what's what's troubling me within that relationship so i think if people tend to focus on what their shortcomings are in the relationship and fixing that in the relationship then they won't be tempted as much to step outside that relationship to where they have to be honest about cheating. Does that make any yeah. sense? Yeah, no, that I, I it makes sense, but that's just honestly that that could be too just like playing games because number one that could be the blame game because I mean like whose fault is it then? Is it on the person who cheated should have spoke up should have done whatever they had to do to get their significant other to realize you know hey I'm not happy. But then again, like, okay, and to go to the scenario you just said, then I don't think that you you should be honest to your significant other and hurt them like that just because you're unhappy. Now, if they're treating you like shit and abusing you mentally or physically, that's different. But if you just, something within you, you just, you know, it's probably repetitive and you're just tired, you want something new, which is the case most of the time, or you go through your crisis, midlife crisis or whatever, that's, that's really on you. You know what I'm saying? Because it takes two. It takes two to keep the fight like it takes two to lose the fight. You feel me? So 
it. Like you, you, you don't have you don't have it in you, and you don't have want to take the time, and you don't want to take the energy to make it work. Because trust me, if it's one thing I know, you can even if you're not in love, you can make that work. You put your guard down, let it go, and just be happy. So if you're not willing to do that, you go out and cheat and find your you know your pleasure elsewhere. But you're now you're willing to come back and break my heart and tell me the truth because you're just oh so you know truthful and honest. Like nah, if you couldn't take the time and effort to to fix it, don't take the time and effort to be honest because now you have messed my head up. You know, like I would hide it. I'm not. I mean, that's probably horrible advice to get. But if you call yourself trying to just find pleasure and and do stuff in between time and meantime type of thing, why would you? You know, who are you to hurt to to bring someone else through that? Because you just can't, you know, fix your own shit or leave, you know, like that. Cause that that's just me, like, I don't think people should tell, <laughs> for real, or at least, because honestly, honestly, even with, like, if you mess up, say you, say it's not a, it's not a problem, it's not, you have a sex addiction, you really just messed up, because temptation is a mug, and temptation is put here for the, the most healthiest and best relationships and the worst, and it's something about temptation that can get under our skin at that right time. So if you really just mess up, no, I don't, I don't still don't think you should tell your significant other. If it's just mm. a mess up, mm. and, and all, even if it now if it comes up, even if it doesn't start to light, that creates that creates a, a small percentage of possibilities that could happen. And let me give you a scenario on that. Okay, say you step out and you step out on your significant other, and you don't tell them. Now, next time you decide to step out, say, my my brother or your, your, your brother's, I mean, say, somebody who knows you or knows your significant other happens to see you. They pick up the phone. Hey, man, you know, I, I just seen Courtney, and she was, you know, she was all huddled up with this dude at the movies, and, oh, man, I, I need to check that out. <laughs> You know now that's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt. But check out. But 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 you know what? You're gonna be confronted. You know when when that time comes to where your significant other confronts you. Well, look. You know I I I just found out she was at the movies. You know all huddled up at uh, you know uh, straight out of Compton and and. You know, you just uh, oh, doing Lord. your thing. What, what was going on with that? You know, because you told me you was with your that's sister. Not, that's not that's not a mess up. I see that that's where the difference is. That's if you're at the movies with somebody, that is far. That is not a mess up. You're cheating. You are consciously planned to. You premeditated this. It's not something that just tempted you and it happened. You had time to think about but, it. But is that something that you're gonna? Is that something you're well, gonna confess to when confronted? I mean, okay, so. Yes, well, well, me being me, I mean, there's two answers to that question. In 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 general, you know, yes, that's something that you should, you should. Yeah, you know, you're 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 not just cheating; you're having an affair. You know, what I'm saying like even if it's just a couple times, it's not a mess up. Okay, and you're at the movie, so it's it's, it's more than just sex. It's you have a personal, emotional, whatever else bond with this person to want to even take them to the movies and give them that type of time. It's not just I'm going to smash you and go home. So, you know, that makes more sense to me than, I, honestly, this sounds crazy. Courtney, I, would rather I don't mean to put you on the hot seat, but I'm, but I'm asking the question. The, the question is, are you honest to where you're going yeah, to no, be confronted? Nope. And are if, you going to tell what, the truth? Nope. Probably not. You're going to do a shaggy. You're going to do a shaggy with me. I'm going to say this. Guys, I'm going to say this. That, okay. um, 
I, I actually hear what Courtney's saying, and I hear what you're saying, DLW. Um, my question is, because this this is something that was brought up when I spoke to my house um, on Tuesday. He actually said, if my, if my ex were stepping out with an ex, so say you had someone in your life previously, and, uh, and uh, that person and you, you have a weak moment with that person, okay, because, you know, people do kind of come back. Uh, okay, even though they went away, originally they, they can come back. Now, if that person and you met up and, uh, and you had a night of indiscretion, okay, you just happened to sleep together, but you saw now, hey, I still want to be with the guy I'm with right now or the woman I'm with right now. Um, is it something that you should confess? Well, he said, it's my health, but he didn't need to know that either, Okay. He he didn't feel he needed to know. I wonder what you think about that. Before you answer, let me say this to people out there. We've got about 10 minutes of live um, time on my switchboard to speak. Um, once the 10 minutes are up, uh, would you guys like to go into overtime, I guess? We could go into overtime if you're happy for maybe an extra 30 minutes, which is all you get on overtime. Um, uh, what do you think? I'm just asking because we're on the switchboard. What do you, What do you think? Courtney, do you guys want to do a little extra time? Yeah, I'm down for whatever. You know me. Okay. And also, I was going to tell you, too. Hey, I'm cool. I'm calling them for my 213-559-213 number. Okay. All right. Um, I, I'm aware you're there. That's no problem. If, if it comes about, it hasn't been an issue yet, but... It, just so that we know once we go into overtime, yeah, I know Courtney's going to call back in in a second. She's got nine minutes. Um, but once we get into overtime, then um, your live broadcast, if you're in the switchboard, or if you're on the switchboard, you should continue to hear us. But if you're um, actually in the uh, chat room, it may um, disappear. And But you can listen to it from the beginning um, once we um, actually record, put the show into recording. So the show will go into recording after 30 minutes, and then you can hear the whole, the whole broadcast from the beginning to end if you're in the chat room. But if you want to hear, continue to hear us until we go off, then you need to call in right now in the next 9 minutes, 18 seconds. You've got to call 347-945-7556. Because after 9 minutes and 10 seconds, we will go off if you're in the chat room. But if you are listening on the switchboard, having called in, you will hear us right up to the end of the broadcast. Is that okay? Just making sure that everybody's clear out there and you know exactly what's going on, okay? So it's an opportunity to call in. Um, you will be on the switchboard. You know, you'll be able to hear us. And also, if you want to integrate, you just press 1, meaning if you want to speak, press 1, and I'll bring you in. We'll get a question or comment from you. All right. So I've got Hilton still on the line, and I don't want to miss you out, Hilton, but I'm sure you heard what Courtney was saying, which I think was a little controversial, and it might have been, your ears might have fried a lot of bit when you heard that. Um, what do you think? What do you think about what we were just talking about? You know, do people really need to know some of the stuff that we think we need to dump on a partner? If it's your stuff, okay, um, do we have to confess everything? Is it okay to really confess everything? Because I think sometimes people do think, why do I need to tell? Why do I need to tell you that if it's just going to create some drama and hurt? What do you think, Helen? 
Well, I'm, I'm a bit undecided as to my default position is that people need to know everything that impacts and affects them. And my mm. mentor used to say, and it's, 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 it's rather interesting, everything, if you're in a relationship with someone, everything you do affects the person even when they don't even know about it. I'll repeat it again. Everything that you do affects the person even when they don't even know about it. Um, yeah. so even, you know, a lot of times we think that you know, the, there is a, and I would like to go on to say quickly, I know that we're running out of time, that Courtney is speaking a lot on um, what I call consciousness, um, intelligence, the concept that we in, intelligently, cognitively order our lives. What is now tumbling out in the research, and there's a guy, Bruce Lipton, who is a pioneer in this research, is that many of us are really controlled from our subconscious mind and not our conscious mind. So we may think that we leave yeah. things in the past. We may think that we are in full control of our lives. But a lot of us are running on what is called automatic conditioning. And everything that you've done have impacted your, your, you know, genet your genes. And it's almost like, to give, bring another analogy, they say once you're an addict, once you're an alcoholic, you're always an alcoholic. And even when you, have, you think you've gotten over the situation, you think that you have left that in the past, those things are lying beneath submerge right there so you have to be careful with what you do because they can be easily resurrected and I think we owe it to our spouses and our partners, our boyfriends girlfriends, people that we have committed ourselves to in a long term relationship that they need to know that those things are there and they, they need to know that for a number of things Obviously, they could make choices one way or the other. Secondly, um, Courtney speaks, spoke about helping people. I need to be aware of what has transpired in your past so that I may be able, if possible, to A, adjust if it raise and resurrect itself again, B, be able to support you in your growth process, because if I am not aware of those things, then, you know, chances are I may either take it very lightly, I may endanger you, or, you know, um, all these, these other things. I need to know how to adjust myself properly to you in order for the relationship to function properly. And, you know, all of these things are there. We are very complex human beings, and it's not just as simple to say, um, you know, that's in the past, let sleeping dogs lie. Um, again, even in the, the, the educational world, in the, in the world of work, in the world of um, crimes and solving crimes, they are documenting everything. You know, you have a child who does something in school and it goes on his record, and that record is kept <laughs> forever, whether or not we could debate whether or not that is right. However, it is useful for people to look in those records to see 
um, the type of life you've lived so that they can adjust to you. What about someone okay. who you bring okay, into your life? Okay, I've got a question. Yeah, yeah what if, uh, I have a question. Sorry to cross you. Um, Go on. What if, what if you've done your work, you, you know, you've had your sins, you've done whatever it is that was in the past. It is done. I have taken time out now, and I've really looked at what I've done. If I needed therapy, I have therapy. But I've turned my life around, and I've moved, moved on. I have now moved into a different dimension of living. I no longer am doing the things that I used to do. There's no playing around anymore. I now know who I am, and that is over, okay? Yep. Why then do I need to be telling you about it? Why do you need to know? That's my past, right? It's not my present. It's not my future. Why can't I, why can't I be allowed to leave it where it is? Why do I need to bring it to you so you know it? Why? Okay, I'll answer that question. Those are what we call landmines. I mean, we, there, there are some places in the world where there have been wars and bombs and mines have been planted and scattered all over the forest. People have moved on. There isn't any war anymore. People are living in peace. However, when people go out in the forest, when they go walking their dogs, when they go hunting, they sometimes trigger what is called landmines. Won't it be good to know where those line mines are? Won't it be good to be aware that in that particular area, at that particular spot, there has been a bomb that it hasn't gone off for years, you know, over 50 years. The World War has been over um, for so long. However, if you trigger that, if um, you walk on it <laughs> and it erupts, it could blow you to smithereens. Similarly, even though you think that that is well planted in the past, I am saying to you that human beings, we are very complex beings, and a lot of us, almost all of us, the research is showing, we, are, we operate primarily from our subconscious and not our conscious mind, even when we think we have everything under full control. And that is why I'm saying that whoever you engage with, as long as they are going to be operating with you for a long period of time, you know, I think they, you owe it to them to help them to be aware of some of the possible romantic landmines. Okay, uh, we've got about 60 seconds of lifetime. Um, thank you to all those people who are in the chat room for logging in with us. If you are not, not called in, then I just want to thank you for logging on. If the broadcast goes off, I just want to make sure you get that before um, we go into overtime. We're now officially going into overtime. I'm sorry, Courtney, I know you were going to say something. I've got it to my house on the line, but can you bring it to my house in and then you respond, Courtney? Is that okay? Yeah, but wait, yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Um, it's my house. Welcome to the show. Yeah, just just quickly, my point of view on this, uh, from what I've heard, um, every sinner has a future, every sinner has a past, and the way I live my life is you can't live, you, matter of fact, with anybody, you can't live in the past and the present moment at the exact same time. 
it's not going to happen. So in order to take the full advantage of your relationship, any relationship, you must be fully awake in the present moment to see the opportunities and solutions that are available now. But if you get stuck in the past, you'll be blind, you're blinding yourself to what's happening right now. Those are my comments. Okay. Um, so, um, do you want to respond to that? Yeah, I'll, I'll respond to that. I like to respond to that. And now, I agree and partially disagree with with the gentleman who just spoke. Now, I agree that you can't live in both the past and and the present. Uh, what I don't necessarily agree with is that if you have certain consistencies that is a part of your past, then of course that's going to raise questions. I'll give you an example. If you're dealing with someone who uh, who's promiscuous, if you're dealing with a woman for a gentleman who's dealing with a woman who's very promiscuous, flirtatious, and you're noticing that in your current relationship, then okay, now there's there's questions that you want to have about that. Now, if that's something that she was able to overcome and that she was able to leave in the past, then you're going to cons- you're going to see consistencies of of her being completely focused in on you. So it's not going to raise any questions. But if you're seeing consistencies of someone's past behaviors or things that they've done before, and they're bringing that to your relationship, then of course that's going to you know raise questions. But you know, living in the past, some people bring their past to their to their present, and it's prevalent for their future. If it's not adhered to, if it's if it's not uh, if it's not addressed properly, so that's my comment as far as that's concerned. Because if if you're able to take care or or remedy some of those things that you've done in your past and you're no longer doing them, then I'm going to see consistencies of a different behavior. But if you have not addressed those issues that you've had in your past, I'm going to see consistencies of your past, and that's going to be an issue for me. Okay, okay. Um, can I Courtney, I'm going to let you come in, because Courtney, yes, of course you can. I'm sorry, girlfriend. I know you were waiting I'm 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 very understanding and open minded, so I, I hear everybody and everybody honestly is right in their in their own way, to be honest. But just like if you listen to what you said, Dio, anything that you have in your present, any characteristics, anything, is not your past. So if something that they are do that they've done in their past is coming out in their present, that just means that it's not really their past. It's who they are still. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like this, is, yeah. if, I'm, if, we're, if we're talking about, well, we'll use, you know, being promiscuous, <clears throat> okay, if I'm promiscuous, if I was promiscuous and I have honestly changed, right, I'm definitely not going to share that. Number one, unless you were promiscuous as well and have that experience, you are not going to understand because you cannot even relate. So you already do not have the right perception to understand me. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
at all. Like there's, you're just told, you could say, you could try, you could imagine it. There's no way that you'll understand it unless you've lived it, and that's with everything. Okay, so we have that to think of. But wouldn't, Secondly, you, but, but wouldn't you learn that real quick no. before you get to your second point? But wouldn't you learn that through general conversation with nope. that person? What learn about okay. no? Because what I mean is like this: if you're if you weren't promiscuous yourself, then you don't know what it's like to be promiscuous. You don't know what goes through a promiscuous person's mind, what makes them that way, what it, how it's uncontrollable, or whatever you know, whatever the case may be for them. If you're not, if you haven't experienced something similar, there's no way to understand it. Just like you know, if I've if I've tried um, what's the drug, cocaine, and you've never tried cocaine. I, there's no way that you you could be a hundred percent against it because not because because it's horrible and it'll ruin your life, but aside from that, it's because you've never done something like that, so you can't even relate. You, your perception of that is that it's horrible and disgusting and and just whatever it is. Whereas my perception of it is, oh yeah, you know, well it wasn't that bad, but I just would never do it because I, I don't want to ruin my life. It's just two different perceptions that that plays a big role though in how you look at things and how you treat that person. So if I'm promiscuous, I'm not going to tell you that. And I'm, let's say I stop though, I'm not going to tell you that because I understand we haven't even spoke on the evil or the devil or whatever it is you believe evil energy of in the world that tempts us and talks in our ear and, and tries to you know ruin our happy day. Once you you know, unless you are such on a on a level with your significant other where you guys are really one, where you guys are just understanding each other to the fullest and understand the world and what and, and how that plays a role to the fullest, then it's not going to be like this for you. And I have yet to meet too many couples that have this, you know, have it like that realness. You know what I'm saying? But like, as soon as we get in an argument, if I say I'm promiscuous, and five years from then we get in a big ass argument, and you piss me off, and I say, you know what? I'm going to go rent a room by the beach. And I'm out, and I go to the beach for the weekend, right? And I don't call you because you did something stupid. Just because I told you I used to be promiscuous, now that's a thought in your mind. Now you're like, well, I wonder if they all be in a hoe because they used to be a hoe. Or depending on how you are you, you know, you could throw that in your face. Like, don't talk to me. You know what I'm saying? You used to be hoeish or whatever. You know, people are ignorant these days. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody just takes everything for what it is. Like, okay, well, thank you for telling me. Nah, wait till they get mad. Or a perfect, even more perfect example. If you're, you know, in the entertainment business and you're significant other, you guys fall out. Now that that closet of uh, deep secrets that you just, you know, also entrusted in this person, that shit is worth millions, depending on who you are. To TMZ, I can call TMZ right now, and if I dated somebody who has a name, all their little dirty secrets just became worth some money. You think half, more than half of people won't seem to jump on that? Like you can't entrust. There's so many things to think about. When you're talking about trust, it's not just, oh, I love this person, so I trust them. Hell nah. And just because you don't trust somebody, to me at least, doesn't mean that you don't love them. It means that you're just smart and you just understand the world and the world we live in. Like, the, it is, there's so much I could, else I could say on that. But, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think that... We're, I don't think we were put here, even like, I don't think the whole, when whoever wrote the master plan, you know what I'm saying, like, I don't think that us knowing about each other in, in an in-depth way was supposed to happen. Because just like, I don't know who said it earlier, you know, saying, well, I need to know you so I know how to deal with you, which I totally agree with. However, I agree with it in a, in a weird way because I just understand, you know, the human mind. Well, I don't understand it, but I, I have a, a big understanding of the human mind to know how to 
um, deal with people, but it's still a form of manipulation. And even though it's not a bad manipulation, it's like I know how to present myself to you to either make you feel comfortable to eat, to whatever the, whatever I'm trying to get from you. If I'm trying to use it for the bad, I know now how to play you and get get money out of you or get gifts out of you or whatever it is that I'm trying to do. When you tell me things about you and you let me in, you now are open for me to either to to use you to use what what you tell me to be you know for for my own self, whether it's good or bad. So, well, um, can I, I hear something? that? I hear that. <laughs> Go on, Hilton. So. Love makes us vulnerable, and um, that, it does. Um, you know, once you begin to open up yourself and to open up your life, um, you are vulnerable to be manipulated. And the only way mm-hmm. we could avoid that vulnerability is not to love, is to put up walls around our hearts. So um, that would happen anyway. Um, once you, you get into the arena of love, giving love and accepting love from someone, that person has the potential and the capability and the ability to hurt you more than any other person in the world. And that person also has the potential to love you and give you the greatest amount of joy and fulfillment more than any other person in the world. Um, The point that you mentioned about, um, I think you indicated that in order for you to display or reveal something about your past, the other person must have full understanding or compassion or empathy with you. And in other words, they they have they have to experience the same thing. I think that's the point that you made. Am I correct? For you yeah. to be um, comfortable in sharing those kind of secrets. Well, you have know, I, have I, I interpreted you wrong? No, no, you didn't interpret me wrong. No, not at all. That, that's exactly what I said. I, I feel like that is a, a factor that needs to be relevant in order to, you know, really be open and honest with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just say experience because from my own personal personal experience and observation, that's the only thing that people go through that gets them to understand. It's going through within themselves. But like you just said, if you're a person with a whole lot of empathy and compassion and understanding, then you might be able to, you still won't be able to fully understand it because you don't know anything about it, but you might be able just to agree to disagree and just understand that that was them at a different time. But there's very few people that are truly like that. So that's why I really, yeah, if you haven't been through it, there's no way that you can fully understand it. I don't feel well, I agree with that. If you haven't experienced something, then you could only have theoretical understanding about it. But acceptance, there is a word that we use. Um, accepting another person, warts and all, for who he is, his history, or you know, what he has been through, is another dimension of love that um, increases the possibility to have intimacy. So regardless of what you've gone through, um, at the current stage of your life, if I accept you with your checkered history, because I would have a checkered history too, we all have checkered histories, um, that is another dimension of love that enriches the love. However, if 
you know, I'm only seeing one aspect, one dimension, one facet of you that you are comfortable in presenting, then actually it robs the relationship um, of something that could cause it to grow further, to be enriched by just simply knowing and making a decision that regardless of what you have been through, I still love you. It's difficult because the potential is also there for the person to reject you. The potential it also exists for the person to use it as a weapon. Um, but yeah. we cannot, we cannot, there is no way in, in the entire world that we could, we could eliminate all of that. We all have to risk, and love is a huge risk. Yeah, I can agree with you, Hill. And I think um, when you put it into the realms of love and when you are talking about emotional maturity, I think it's different. To, and when I say emotional maturity, I'm, I'm talking about some, meeting somebody and it not just being the dating stage. There are different stages of honesty, I think. I think yeah, if you're dating someone, you know that it's, it's yeah, um, that a very short interaction. Yeah. It's an interaction that isn't a permanent one necessarily. We don't know where this is going. Then I think what you share at that level is is up to you, but you don't have to go into your whole life history because you don't know where this is necessarily going. Um, That person could be around for five minutes or they could be around for a year. You don't know. So you make a decision at that point as to how far you're going to take that person. And you you share appropriately, uh, you know, and you're right to be guarded because you don't know. Um, where the relationship is going. But I think when you step from dating into relationship and you decide, actually, I want to take you to the next level, and I always call it like you're in the auditions and now you're going to the live show. If I'm taking you to the live show, then I'm, it means I've got to step up as well. And I think at that point, it might be appropriate to have some conversations and to, to give a level of trust that maybe you wouldn't give previously. And maybe then you think about, well, you know, what, what do I want to share with you? And I'm sure that person is going to be also sharing some stuff about their heart and where they've been and their journey because we're all about the journey. It isn't, you know, nobody gets to a point without having hit some bumps, kissed some frogs or whatever. The detail may be something that you're, you're thinking about. Do I want to give all the details of things and where I've been? Probably not, because I think uh, if you meet someone and they're 30, you know that in 30 years they would have had a certain amount of experience. If you meet someone where they're 40 or 50, you know, they've been, you know, a lot a lot of places. Um, and, you know, at this point, what do you need to know that's really important? It's something that you decide as to what it is you want to share. I mean, it can take a whole lifetime to sometimes, you know, find out all the stuff that, you know, has gone on. And some of it, you really, you know, you might need to know. I, I say, this is what I say about what I need to know. What I need to know are things from the past that are still, you know, controlling your life right now in this present moment and that might affect our relationship. So if you had um, previous relationships uh, that might involve baby mamas or whatever, and those people are still very much a part of your life, because you still have to connect with them because you have children that are, you know, you both are responsible for, um, then I need to know about that because that may, might affect right. our relationship 
Do you get what I'm saying? So I need to know that. Um, If if you had done time in jail um, and you choose and you say, okay, maybe that was a huge mistake and, you know, and whatever it's in the past, how you relate to that depends on how you feel about whether you're going to communicate. If you feel, actually, I've moved on and this cannot affect you in any way, and know that if you went to jail, you're gonna, it's going to be hard for you to get certain jobs. It may affect you getting credit. It may affect, you know, it's going to affect stuff in this present relationship. It may affect your ability to travel to other parts of the world because depending on the crime that you did, uh, you know, I had a friend years ago who couldn't travel um, because he'd, he'd been done for an A-class drug and he couldn't travel from one part of the world to the other. And it affected him for a long time. You know, and until they raised that ban and said, okay, you've been, you know, you've been so good for so long, we're now going to let that go. Um, it affected him. And if he's with somebody, they would need to know that. Because I might be booking for us to go to Thailand and all over the place. Next thing I know, you can't go anywhere. Okay? <laughs> you've got a passport, but no one's going to let you in because you have a checkered history. So those are the things that I think people need to know because it's going to affect you. Right now, um, if it's stuff in your very early youth, and you you know you you did some little things that you know you know you've left them behind, and they don't affect you in any way. You've grown up in all kinds of ways, and you've let it go. And I you don't want to share it with me. I am fine with that. Let it go. It's not a big deal. It's not going to affect us right now. Um, and and the only thing I mean, I, you guys went on on Tuesday. I was explaining that I met a guy who was telling me he'd gone to jail. He had, like, ten kids, three baby mamas, you know, all this kind of stuff going on. And actually, I wasn't judging him on those things, but I judged him on what he was telling me now is still his mental position. So, you know, it's quite interesting. (laughs) I'm doing this show today, and he just happened to give me a ring today to say, hi, how are you doing, and whatever. But um, he started to tell me about some drama going on with his housing, some drama going on with these neighbors, and I was like, this guy has not left the past, right? It's still very much a, it's very much a part of his present life, and it's definitely going to impact on anybody who wants to be in a relationship. Um, and that's the thing you've got to think about. If you're going to make an investment with that person, you know, can I work with where you've been? Because where you've been may be so that, you know, such a, a bad move that right now we cannot do certain things, and that's where I think you have no choice, but you've got to share because it's going to affect that person right now. So that's my point on it. I don't know how you guys feel, but that's what I think. I think that's very well put. Well, that's it. (laughs) That's where I'm at. But I I, I definitely hear everybody else's perspective. Courtney, what do you think in the light of what we've just said? What do you think? Because I know, you you know, you're playing devil's advocate or whatever. Maybe you seriously believe some of that stuff. But but what what do you think? Do you think there are some things you really do need to know and need to pass on? Or where where are you with this question? Um, I'm going to have to go love you and leave you guys. And, oh, uh, thank hope you to catch up Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Hilton. All right, no problem. Um, Nice meeting you. Website, Hilton. Hilton, before you go, 
just, yep. just tell people how they can connect with you. Oh, you can always connect with me through my website, hiltonsamuel.com. You can text me or call me through 07903317426 if you're calling from out of the UK. I think that is uh, your area code, 447-903-317426. I'll be delighted to help you with your love life. <laughs> oh, I'm calling. I'm calling too. Yeah. Okay. Cheers. She's gonna Bye. call you. She's gonna call you, Helen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I am. No, um, I do. I be yeah. having some questions, but I can't. T- I can't ask them on air because you know, you know, I'm okay, crazy. Okay. I'll be happy to hear from you. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> Bye. Thank you, Hilton. Yeah. Thank you so much for your contribution. Thanks, Hilton. It was um, nice meeting you. you. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's a great guy. He's always hanging out with me from time to time, and he's a really great relationship coach. So, those of you who are out there, go go and check him out at HiltonSamuels.com. Um, definitely, that is worth a while investment for you if you're interested in support around relationships and how to, you know, kind of navigate your way through some of the, the complexities of of dating um, and and relationships. Because he's also married, and it, it had a long history of helping people and supporting people with their relationships. So something there, just a little plug for Hilton. He's such a good guy. Um, okay, so that, we've got something like, I think, what, just under 10 minutes of, uh, of the time left. Um, DLW, did you want to come in? What do you think? Uh, well, there's, there's a few things that, that I feel that... Um you know, if you're being honest about up front, they, they would definitely be <laughs> deal breakers. But I think everything else is, is, a, is as I said before, is a process. It's, it's a situation where, uh, where you're getting to know someone. You're asking the appropriate questions and the right kind of questions. And you can pretty much... Uh, determine whether or not that person is being honest with you through the way that they're answering those questions. And if you, and this is the other thing, I some people may feel that it's it's okay to um, not tell you the whole truth, um, but if I ask you a specific question. I'm asking because I want to know the truth. It's not because I, I don't want someone to feel as if they feel that I can't handle uh, the truth of the matter. If I ask the question, I'm asking because I want to know the answer. I don't care how bad it is. I don't care what the situation is. If I ask you, uh, Ebony, it, it totally depends on whether or not uh, how you answer this question on whether or not we're going to move forward. Have you ever killed someone? And you tell me no, and uh, for some reason I don't believe you, then, yeah, that's a deal breaker. Um, that's because that's a very serious, that's something very serious, and yeah. I'm asking you about it, and you decide to lie to me. But if I say, Ebony, have you ever killed someone? And you say, oh, well, you know what, there was this one time, 
Well, okay, depending on where we are in our relationship, you may want to sit down and talk about that. You know, no, I'm not going to pick up the phone and call the authorities and turn you in, but I want to know under certain circumstances. What what were the circumstances? And, uh, you know, if if I was in that same situation, I, hey, I might have handled the situation the same. So I may sympathize with that. It's all about being honest. I believe that if you are completely truthful with a person, that gives you a lot more credibility. It gives you, it earns you that much more respect, and it puts you in a different place with that person. Because so many people, as, as you hear Courtney talk about, there are so many people out here that will will not be honest with you. They will not uh, be upfront. They will they will. Uh, hide certain information. They will only give you bits and pieces of things that has occurred. But if you can find someone that are completely truthful about everything of a question that you ask them, then for me what that does, it it speaks to their credibility. It, It speaks to the amount of faith and trust that they have in me, and now I have an obligation to not only return that favor, but also I have an obligation to uh, be very transparent in what it is that you shared with me uh, as it pertains to me and anything that I need to be upfront with. And see, this is my Yeah, problem. I agree. I, I agree. I see, and I tell you, like, I can y'all hear me? Yeah, we Hello? can hear you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Like mm-hmm. we can hear you. I I seriously like strongly disagree with that in the sense that like I don't believe that there's one person on this earth that's an honest, I tell the truth all the time person. The Bible tells us that. Whatever you, unless you don't believe in anything, your religion tells you that. Like. Facts tell you that. Common sense tells you that. Like, yo, there's nobody that is able to be honest all the time because of just how society is in general. You know what I'm saying? And and the, and especially because we live in a society that wants to be accepted. So when you want to be accepted, that means you're going to pick and choose the information you give with the thought, Courtney, okay, let me make sure. Go ahead. I, I do agree with you <laughs> on, on on this one part that no one is completely honest. And I'm not asking for complete honesty because there's little white lies that's told every day. I told one today myself. You know, someone asked me, well, well, let me me explain. Let me explain. Now, someone asked me, does this look nice? (laughs) And I said, "Uh, yeah. And and that that was my exact answer. Uh, Yeah. You know, but if they're looking at my face, if they're looking at how I'm responding, they're no, I'm lying. I'm telling a little white lie. You know, and you women do it all the time. Do this dress make me look fat? Or do these jeans make my butt look big? Uh, no, baby, you look just fine. You look just fine. Well, okay, it might be a little white lie. So, but when I'm talking about the severity, it, it, it totally depends on the severity of the question of, of what the topic at hand is. 
If you're talking about something serious, hold on, hold on. If you're talking about something serious, I need your complete honesty. But if you're talking about something that's that's very trivial, something that's uh, not so not so deep, then of course that's when those percentages of honesty is going to drastically decrease. Okay, but well, just listen to what you just said, though. Okay, so we're we and I, and I am saying this to not at you. I'm saying it with you because we I do the same thing. I'll tell you right now. You know what I'm saying? But I lie about big shit. You know, anybody's business. So that's what we different. But like, if it's that, if if you say okay, well, it's just a little white lie. So it's it's like saying it's okay. It's just a little white lie. It, it's not like um, it's a big deal. But that's you because that same person that asked you that that question. And you told that lie to. If they were listening right now, who's to say that they wouldn't feel hella like, oh my god, I thought I looked good today, and they go to the building, <laughs> <laughs> or a man? I'm they just, knew I'm right just, like, then and there when I said it. <laughs> but no, I mean, like this is this, what I'm about to say is still hypothetically because I know this wouldn't happen. But I'm just saying it to use the example. Like, let's just say it was a woman that you told you look nice. Let's just let's use all the way hypothetical. You, a woman says, "Do I look fat?" You say, "Nah, you don't look fat." So she walking through her day feeling thin as she want to be, right? So she she hear the show and she was like, "Man, I have to tell this fat ass girl this lie today that she was, you know, didn't look fat." So she hear that and she was been walking around all day thinking that she was just slim, and now she feels now she just feels so horrible and insecure and just feels played, and she go and can't take it no more and jumps out the building. Now I know that's very extreme, but that's no different than, or that's no different seriousness, I should say. Then, if you kill somebody, or if you um, cheated on somebody, or if your past is dark, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a lie at the end of the day is a lie, and most of the time we lie because either one, we're scared of what the other person want, is going to think, or two, we don't want people to know the, the the things that we're capable of. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't tell nobody if I killed somebody. You know, like I wouldn't tell nobody any bad things that I do. Why? It's nobody's business. Just because I don't tell you my dirt doesn't mean that I'm not honest. Doesn't mean that I'm not trustworthy. It means I'm smart. Because just like I said, it all sounds good when it's good, but as soon as it gets bad, all most of the time, or not even most of the time, maybe you just have the the chance if it goes bad that now this person's walking around knowing a whole bunch of stuff about you that could potentially hurt you, and depending on what your career is, could potentially hurt your career. I just. I know, but I want to say this. You, you, you can't base your life of fear, okay? And a lot of things about lying is about fear. There's an underlying fear about what someone could do, the fear that someone could destroy you, the fear that someone could hurt you. All those things are fears, but you know what? When you decide... And I, that's why I said there are different times and at, at different points you make different decisions about honesty. When you decide you're going to be honest and you're moving to a next level, I think you have to step up in your head as well. And you've got to be open to taking some risks. But having said that, I'm going to say we have 30 minutes over time. I don't want us to just drop off and people not hear us again. So I'm going to bring the broadcast to an end. Um, I'm going to thank you guys for hanging out with us. I know everybody. I can see so many people on our switchboard tonight. It's really lovely to see so many of you connecting with us. Thank you to everybody who called in. And, um, of course, um, uh, to 
all my listeners in the chat room, anybody who's on their phone, thank you so much for the connection tonight. Um, and thank you, my new co-host, Miss Courtney Ann. Thank you for joining me You tonight. are so welcome. Uh, and yeah, and DLW, thank you for the love and for sharing the conversation. It's my house, of course. Um, and uh, for Russ... Oh, oh sorry, I've forgotten his name. Yeah, thank you. And um, I had another caller, and my other caller, I've completely forgotten his name, but he calls me Chocolate. So thank you guys um, for everybody who interacted. We're out of here. Um, I'm going to be back on Tuesday with a recording for you guys and a conversation. Um, I hope you have a great weekend, everyone. Take care and absolutely good night. It's been a good night. Um, I'd say stay honest. That's my that's my that's my final point. Be honest. Honesty for me is the best policy. So you do what you, you think works for you ultimately. But um I think you'll always come back to the default. Honesty is a good thing. What do you think, Courtney? Um uh, honesty is the best policy to but with yourself. I think that um once you can fully be a hundred percent honest with yourself, which is extremely hard. You know, and, and realize and, and just be, a, um, what's the word, um, aware and conscious about just yourself, everything else will fall into place. You know what I'm saying? You'll, you'll be in line with people that feel that way, and it'll just all work out. But, no, when it comes to other people, no, I don't think honesty is always the best way. All right. We're going to agree to disagree. <laughs> but I, 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 I'm not even really disagreeing. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna understand where you're coming from. Um, but you know, the, as, in terms of the bigger picture, I'd say probably, you know, I'm right. But hey, I'm always right. I'm never the empress. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna say good night, everyone, <laughs> and take care. We'll see you next week. Um, stay blessed and be good to each other. Okay. Peace and love. Peace and love. I know we have our ups and downs, our fights, our good times, and our bad times. But through it all, nothing compares to the way I love.